Isaiah chapter 8 Then the Lord said to me, Take a large scroll and write on it with an ordinary stylus, Mer Shalal Hashbaz, and I will appoint for myself trustworthy witnesses, Uriah the priest and Zechariah, son of Jeberechiah. And I had relations with the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. The Lord said to me, Name him Meher Shalal Hashbaz. For before the boy knows how to cry father or mother, the wealth of Damascus and the plunder of Samaria will be carried off by the king of Assyria. And the Lord spoke to me further, Because this people has rejected the gently flowing waters of Shiloh, and rejoiced in Rezin, and the son of Ramalia, the Lord will surely bring against them the mighty floodwaters of the Euphrates, the king of Assyria, and all his pomp. It will overflow its channels and overrun its banks. It will pour into Judah, swirling and sweeping over it, reaching up to the neck. Its spreading streams will cover your entire land, O Emmanuel. Huddle together, O peoples, and be shattered. Pay attention, all you distant lands. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Devise a plan, but it will be thwarted. State a proposal, but it will not happen, for God is with us. For this is what the Lord has spoken to me with a strong hand, instructing me not to walk in the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy everything these people regard as conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear. Do not live in dread. The Lord of hosts is the one you shall regard as holy. Only he should be feared. Only he should be dreaded. And he will be a sanctuary. But to both houses of Israel, a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, to the dwellers of Jerusalem, a trap and a snare. Many will stumble over these. They will fall and be broken. They will be ensnared and captured. Bind up the testimony and seal the law among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord, who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will put my trust in him. Here am I, and the children the Lord has given me as signs and symbols in Israel, from the Lord of hosts, who dwells on Mount Zion. When men tell you to consult the spirits of the dead and the spiritists who whisper and mutter, shouldn't a people consult their God instead? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. They will roam the land, dejected and hungry. When they are famished, they will become enraged, and looking upward, they will curse their king and their God. Then they will look to the earth and see only distress and darkness and the gloom of anguish, and they will be driven into utter darkness. Chapter 9 Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honor the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people rejoice before you as they rejoice at harvest time, as men rejoice in dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian you have shattered the yoke of their burden, the bar across their shoulders, and the rod of their oppressor. For every trampling boot of battle and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 
of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob, and it has fallen upon Israel. All the people will know it, Ephraim and the dwellers of Samaria. With pride and arrogance of heart they will say, The bricks have fallen, but we will rebuild with finished stone. The sycamores have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. The Lord has raised up the foes of Rezin against him and joined his enemies together. Aram from the east and Philistia from the west have devoured Israel with open mouths. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. But the people did not return to him who struck them. They did not seek the Lord of hosts. So the Lord will cut off Israel's head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The head is the elder and honorable man, and the tail is the prophet who teaches lies. For those who guide this people mislead them, and those they mislead are swallowed up. Therefore the Lord takes no pleasure in their young men. He has no compassion on their fatherless and widows. For every one of them is godless and wicked, and every mouth speaks folly. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. For wickedness burns like a fire that consumes the thorns and briars, and kindles the forest thickets which roll upward in billows of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord of hosts the land is scorched, and the people are fuel for the fire. No man even spares his brother. They carve out what is on the right, but they are still hungry. They eat what is on the left, but they are still not satisfied. Each one devours the flesh of his own offspring. Manasseh devours Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh. Together they turn against Judah. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Chapter 10 Woe to those who enact unjust statutes and issue oppressive decrees to deprive the poor of fair treatment and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, to make widows their prey and orphans their plunder. What will you do on the day of reckoning when devastation comes from afar? To whom will you flee for help? Where will you leave your wealth? Nothing will remain but to crouch among the captives or fall among the slain. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Woe to Assyria, the rod of my anger. The staff in their hands is my wrath. I will send him against a godless nation. I will dispatch him against a people destined for my rage, to take spoils and seize plunder and to trample them down like clay in the streets. But this is not his intention, this is not his plan, for it is in his heart to destroy and cut off many nations. Are not all my commanders kings, he says? Is not Kauno like Karshemesh? Is not Hamath like Arvad? Is not Samaria like Damascus? As my hand sees the idolatrous kingdoms whose images surpass those of Jerusalem and Samaria, and as I've done to Samaria and its idols, will I not also do to Jerusalem and her idols? So when the Lord has completed all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the fruit of his arrogant heart and the proud look in his eyes. For he says, By the strength of my hand I have done this, and by my wisdom, for I am clever. I have removed the boundaries of nations and plundered their treasures. Like a mighty one I subdued their rulers. 
My hand reached as into a nest to seize the wealth of the nations. Like one gathering abandoned eggs, I gathered all the earth. No wing fluttered, no beak opened or chirped. Does an axe raise itself above the one who swings it? Does a saw boast over him who saws with it? It would be like a rod waving the one who lifts it, or a staff lifting him who is not wood. Therefore the Lord God of hosts will send a wasting disease among Assyria's stout warriors, and under his pomp will be kindled a fire like a burning flame. And the light of Israel will become a fire, and its holy one a flame. In a single day it will burn and devour Assyria's thorns and thistles, the splendor of its forests and orchards, both soul and body, it will completely destroy, as a sickness consumes a man. The remaining trees of its forests will be so few that a child could count them. On that day the remnant of Israel and the survivors of the house of Jacob will no longer depend on him who struck them, but they will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return, a remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. Though your people, O Israel, be like the sand of the sea, only a remnant will return. Destruction has been decreed, overflowing with righteousness. For the Lord God of hosts will carry out the destruction decreed upon the whole land. Therefore this is what the Lord God of hosts says, O my people who dwell in Zion, do not fear Assyria, who strikes you with a rod and lifts his staff against you as the Egyptians did. For in just a little while my fury against you will subside, and my anger will turn to their destruction. And the Lord of hosts will brandish a whip against them, as when he struck Midian at the rock of Oreb. He will raise his staff over the sea as he did in Egypt. On that day the burden will be lifted from your shoulders and the yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because your neck will be too large. Assyria has entered Ayath and passed through Migron, Storing their supplies at Michmash, they have crossed at the ford. We will spend the night at Geba. Ramah trembles. Gibeah of Saul flees. Cry aloud, O daughter of Galim. Listen, O Laish. O wretched Anathoth. Madmena flees. The people of Gibeah take refuge. Yet today they will halt at Nob, shaking a fist at the mount of daughter Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. Behold, the Lord God of hosts will lop off the branches with terrifying power. The tall trees will be cut down, the lofty ones will be felled. He will clear the forest thickets with an axe, and Lebanon will fall before the mighty one.